You don't know because you lost your bones. You lost everything you had. Um, his balls wasn't feeling right. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught from murder. Anyway, skill horses uh, do not mesh with um, khaki pants. See, so these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creepy Campfire Podcast. I'm Ryan, of course, and these are my hosts. Jordan. And Cassandra. (laughs) Yep. This is a little bit of a different episode. Um, We're going to be doing our first kind of discussion type episode where we don't have any facts, any stories laid out for you. This is just kind of how us telling you what we think behind a topic we're getting pretty close to kicking off a Patreon, and this might be something that we put as a regular t- episode type in our Patreon. So if you like this, think about it. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about how we feel about ghosts, what we think they might be, um, and yeah, things like that. Right, guys? Yep. It sounds good. Yeah. Doesn't sound good. It sounds scary, but... <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get through it together. Yeah, which we've, we've <laughs> held off on this a little bit. Just because I think it was important to have an episode like this where we just talk about ghosts and ghostly happenings before we get into the good, like, haunting stories and Ouija board stories and things like that. Yeah, so we're going to knock this out so that way we can kind of kick that door open and, and add another another section to the podcast. Well, plus this attributes to us trying to keep, like, a not static... Um, stream of videos coming out to you. We try to switch videos. it up. Videos, videos, whatever. Yeah, recordings, <laughs> episodes. Yes, that's what you're here for. Well, and as <laughs> and as we talk about these, it's this way you'll know where we're coming from. Yeah, a little bit of background and yeah, opinion based and because obviously, with all of these things, they're a little personal, skewed personally. Mm-hmm. So this way you have a little bit more insight so you know how we skew them. And at this moment, Cassandra is wrapping Jordan in her scarf like a blanket. Well, he is on... He has basically made himself like a little egg and tucked his feet... Okay. Now I have a beautiful baby blue and pink paisley blanket. It also has like the little puff balls that dangle off the end of them. (laughs) Ooh, puff balls. Puff balls. Hey... Anyway, the point is, he's a very tall man that's trying to make himself very small Small so he can stay warm. And he's claiming that he's getting warm by the heater that's on in here, but he's lying. So I wrapped him in a scarf. Thanks. You're welcome. He does me so well. (laughs) It does help. Appreciate it. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, just, uh... I, I curl. I just I tend to curl in, in, inward. Um, fetal position, sitting in the chair. <laughs> I wouldn't say fetal, but you're not laying sideways. I'm but definitely in, I'm definitely not in any position to, um, you know. Well, you've you've he's one leg is extended. Now, I was about to so. say you've since extended due to the scarf. Action pose. <laughs> this has nothing to do with ghosts. And just a lot. This of... is what the people want to hear. I, I think it actually is. So, um, <laughs> Jordan, what do you think ghosts are? Oh, we're starting with me. Oh, um, I think that they're real. First of all, I mean, in so in one form or another, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like maybe they take different forms too, depending. Um. I don't know necessarily. I don't really know enough whether... I mean, I feel like it can be positive energy or negative energy or things that... I mean, because people like to... I feel like one of the one of the running claims as far as ghosts go is, you know, the un, unfinished business when they were here sort of deal, which I like to believe in. I mean, if they have something that they didn't get to do or somebody that they didn't get to say goodbye to or something that they just feel was left unfinished that they hold so strongly to that they still have some presence here mm-hmm. is a cool thought to me. I like to think of that in more of a positive light. Um, 
but I know that it can definitely manifest or supposedly manifest itself in negative ways too, you know, hauntings and people's experience with, uh, well, I mean mostly just hauntings, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like sometimes the line gets kind of blurred between that and what could be possibly considered like a, um, a, would you say malevolent? Malevolent's bad, right? Malevolent spirit, potentially. Mm -hmm. Like if we're going to get onto the spiritual realm of things and that that can kind of crossover into the demon or or demon or Mm -hmm. positive kind of thing there. And then, you know, from there you go on to what exorcisms and stuff and possessions. (laughs) And then I just see that just all kind of spiral somewhat tied together for me because it all it all has to deal with what I what I personally believe spiritually, I guess, because I feel like that's kind of what it comes down to as far as what different people may believe in. Absolutely. I feel like that's kind of what it all has to stem from. Kind of I my, think my that's opinion. funny because Ryan and I technically have the same belief. But when he asked me to come on and talk about this today, I was like, okay, I don't want to be blindsided. Tell me what you believe about this. And I completely disagree <laughs> with what he believes. Oh, with Ryan? So, yes. Okay. So. Well, not totally. Okay. <laughs> this is great. Okay, this is what this is for. Yeah. <laughs> let's hear it so with me i well hold on first i just want to clear so, clarify something mm-hmm. so you do think that essentially like a ghost is like a person that used to be on earth and it's like their soul or whatever's left because they have unfinished business i definitely feel like it has something to do with the soul mm-hmm. either either negatively or positively and that it well i mean i feel like it has to be otherwise what's keeping whatever i mean because if you because most people find like remnants of people in these things they they Mm -hmm. humanize them whether or not they actually look like somebody that they knew or or not there's got to be like a piece of that person left for that to be a thing i feel like otherwise Mm -hmm. it's coming from nothing see i don't think that ghosts are a person that used to live on the earth at all um and, and again, like you were saying, it has to do a lot with your beliefs. And my own personal belief, as I think, as we discussed before, of course, I am Christian, and in the in there's nothing in there that prepares you for something like that. And I feel like if that was the case, where your soul could be left behind for some reason, you would be like, "Hey, make sure this is in order, so you're not left behind." But there's nothing like that mentioned. And also, the thought that you would be like, "quote left behind." me like to me that points to an imperfect god which doesn't make sense in my theology because i believe he's a perfect god otherwise the whole thing falls apart and if you're left behind yeah it just it implies he would make a mistake well the bible says that the lord will never leave you or forsake you so if he leaves you behind he's un it's an unfulfilled promise and you don't believe in that you don't believe that he's capable of an unfulfilled promise exactly so that's why to me it doesn't make sense for a spirit to be trapped and not able to move on or, or something like that because like I said I feel like we would have been equipped for a situation like that I feel like that's a real big thing to, to leave out like oh yeah do all this while you're alive oh and you could get left there and no hope of escape but we won't tell you about that part that, that just doesn't mesh with me what I think happens though because you're right is there are a lot of of stories where people are like, "Oh, I know this is Uncle Timmy because mm-hmm. uh, it it said something only Uncle Timmy told to me." Yeah. Or I could smell Uncle Timmy's cologne. A familiar scent or something. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Now, I think that's a demon being tricky, trying to let you let your guard down or make you let your guard down. And I ha- actually an example of that would be Annabelle. Okay. So with Annabelle. The, which is a possessed doll, if you don't know. Um, that was a pretty big story. It was made into a movie not long ago. And with Annabelle, uh, what had happened initially was they had this possessed doll. The doll was doing, don't worry, we're going to do a full detailed episode on it, but the synopsis is this doll was possessed, was doing some weird things in these, girl, this, these girls' apartment. Um, they called a medium to come in. So the medium comes in and... Um, says she so the medium comes in and the medium says that she's talking with the spirit of the doll 
and says that the doll's name is Annabelle and that the doll it's a, a child that died on the property and granted these girls knew nothing about this and they're like oh okay so they started to do some digging and they found there was an Annabelle that I believe she got ran over in the street out in front of the the building mm-hmm. so they're like oh okay it's this dead girl that's fine we you know she just wants to to hang out we can let a little girl live here and then things start getting progressively worse after that and one of the girl's boyfriends uh, starts having nightmares wakes up to the doll choking him gets scratched kinds of crazy things um huh. <laughs> yeah and then they do like a full-blown i believe exorcism um hold on what's on a doll well, i was gonna say well yeah that's what the movies are about <laughs> yeah uh i've not seen them okay but I mean, again, again, that rolls into like the possession and the like. It all gets tied into one. Mm-hmm. I feel like at some point. Well, but that's what I'm saying is it started off as a trying to use things that would make you think, oh, this was a real person, and then that's when everything flips. But I've also heard of so many. Well, not so many, but like there are stories out there about positive happenings too, and like it being potentially. I. My feeling on that is, like, people, I don't want to say make it more than what it is, but people look for closure in a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I think it's the manifestation of somebody's, on, like, in a live person's unresolved feelings that get projected onto a dead person, which is where, like, the unfinished business thing comes from. Yeah. Like, an alive person is who determines that this dead person has unfinished business. So, like... True they're telling that story so i think a lot of people want to satisfy their own guilt or shame or whatever in relationship to the dead person and they're like oh they came back and now i feel better so much better about this because i know that papa wanted x y and z and like and i'm like no that's you that has everything to do with you and nothing to do with papa yeah i could see that and me not being um, a super religious person, but somebody who believes in like fate in a sense, and that things are pretty much happen as they should. Kind of. I mean, I want to say that. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. It's hard not being. Re- I mean, otherwise, you know, what's it all for? But <laughs> mm-hmm. um, not being religious, I guess I still try to find. I guess I try to be more optimistic as far as potentials in whatever the afterlife may be and if i'm able to come back and talk to somebody that i love potentially if if that happens to be the case then i want to believe in the opportunity that i can you just don't hate that idea i don't mm-hmm. hate that yeah. idea at all well i'm very optimistic about the afterlife i believe in though i mean it you i don't think it ever gets spelled out fully but it gets played up to be a pretty good time I mean, you, you're at least around. Heaven, heaven's, you know, a goal for a reason. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. So. But I think, like, at least my perspective on, like, the unfinished business thing has nothing to do. Like, I don't tie that to my faith at all. Like, that's just my, like. Oh, yeah. No, that's the psychology of the person. Yeah. Like, diagnosing yeah. the human experience. Well, I get the personal affectations of it. And that being the people people making it what they want it to be. But when there's the chance that on the negative side, those things can happen, like Annabelle, like mm-hmm. possessions, like exorcisms needing to be done, and, you know, Ouija boards being creepy as hell, and... Unnecessary. Uh, just demons in general and the like, I, be- I want to believe that if there's something that's that bad, that there's something that, that, there's that, something that that's that good. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. I want to believe in a balance. But see, that's the that's the balance that I believe in, though, is yeah. like you have all of that demonic bad stuff. And I'm not trying to push you to believe what I believe or any of our listeners to believe what I believe. But that's this is all discussion. That's what that's <laughs> what makes sense for me is you have that bad negative side that mm-hmm. all these things happen with. But you also have the good side, which is Jesus and, and God that balances that out, because with my faith, you are told you have power over these demons. So that's. That's the counterbalance. Well, and specifically talking about, like, a ghost coming back. Like, we believe in Holy Spirit, 
which if you're not sure what that is and you'd like more information, there is a whole episode called Speaking <laughs> in back, yeah. blah, 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 which is <laughs> oh, that jumbled, been the name of the episode. jumbled up letters. It is. It's, just, it's jumbled letters that spell out tongues. And we talk about the Holy Spirit and anyway, common Christian spiritual like the weird stuff that nobody talks about. So anyway, but like that's that's the opposite for in my belief of like if there's demons and there's demon possessions what's the opposite of that that's just as good like holy spirit came to be a comforter so like that is the entire purpose like that in the bible that's what the sole purpose of like why he came back was to be a comforter Mm -hmm. so like that's that good in my belief okay and we're kind of tackling the most difficult type of haunting first because there's a couple different kinds of hauntings that you hear reported you get ones like what we're talking about where it's very specific it's a it's a very interactive personal thing yeah remind me why we talked about annabelle like what was the reason well because it was a demonic possession that initially presented itself as something different like it was just an innocent little girl spirit right but why were what was your it was an example for something because I don't because that if okay so initially they thought it was the little girl Annabelle and because I asked Jordan do mm-hmm. you believe this was a person that was on okay. earth at one point um, and it started off as that and it, it let so this the little girl he's talking about a demon a misrepresenting itself no no yeah. no it was the demon saying it was the little girl yeah so it was misrepresenting right. yeah so it's a demon misrepresenting a little girl that then decides to possess a doll Yes, but it was using the identity of the little girl yeah. mm-hmm. um, to let the the women that lived there let their guard safe. down. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Which is why I think, like, if you think Uncle Jim is just looking over you because every time you're in trouble or something happens, you smell his pipe tobacco, it's a demon trying to get you to let your guard down so they can do some worse stuff. Which is why, like, like with the Ouija board, when people mess around with that, you you get because they tell you not to do it a lot, and the more you because the more you do it, you get more comfortable with it, and then more demons get let in, and that's what gets talked about with the Ouija board. Okay, keyword hasn't been brought up yet. Yep. Purgatory. I thought about purgatory this whole time. Um. For those of you that don't know what purgatory is, like generally speaking, purgatory, it's mainly a Catholic belief and it's where you're, it's like the in-between between between heaven and hell in the afterlife. Like you're waiting to figure out where it is that you're going to go. So it's commonly joked like as the waiting room in the afterlife. Touching. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was like, and go. (laughs) Um, Well, touching on that, just... I mean, because obviously I haven't any had any personal experience with this at all. Um, I haven't seen any ghosts personally. I have never experienced anything super paranormal, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Not that I can think of. Um, but I've read about it, and I've watched stuff on it, and that's, that's really all I have to reference. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all can make fun of me if you want. <laughs> I don't know if anybody here has read The Lovely Bones. It is a such a messed up book. Terrible things happen in it, but um, a lot of good comes from it too. Um, and it's essentially about a—it's about kind of the spirit of a girl that um, is in somewhat of a purgatory. Um, majority of this of this book or experience is telling um, because she was raped and killed by this guy, and the whole kind of trajectory of the novel is her trying to. Um, she's trying to figure out why she's there first of all why she's still able to comprehend what she she's still in her physical form as far as she knows um, but she can't touch anybody on earth she she can't interact but she's here and so she's like trying to get people to figure out who her killer is Mm -hmm. and she ends up succeeding but um, is the whole premise like she can't move on until this killer gets found exactly which again, I like to think like that's it's a super negative experience to begin with. But she's she finds her um, 
for fulfillment mm-hmm. and her uh, not vengeance, but like she's kind of like she can be at peace. She gets redeemed. Well, not redeemed, not redemption, but yeah, it's kind of a redemption. Like of her, sorts. like her, yeah. She gets to see how her story ends. Like she gets to she gets to see that and not have any unanswered questions, and then she feels like her purpose is fulfilled. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because of her personally of her her personal like hold to that to that belief i mean even though it doesn't necessarily seem throughout the the novel that she knows why she's here like i Mm -hmm. said she's trying to figure it out so i don't know if it's something else wanted her to be able to do that Mm -hmm. and fulfill that for herself or if that all manifested itself out of her need to see this this one act done before she can move on but I like the thought of it. Okay. See, the thing with me with that, because I have I have two problems with that as far as being like an explanation for actually why ghost sightings are, are happening. Yeah. My first with that, and again, we're going to say this a thousand times, my own belief. The first problem I have with that is you're looking to man to seek, not re- is it redemption, kind of, mm-hmm. or for fu- or for fu- that, or fulfillment. Yeah. Um, and that's not where you should be looking in my perspective because man is flawed. You can't depend on man in that way not to fulfill you. Mm-hmm. Because in my belief, God is supposed to fulfill you completely. And, yeah, you're just not meant to look toward people like that. Well, and, like, besides that, like, I don't believe in purgatory, so it's not like there's this middle ground in my brain. So, like, you're either in heaven or you're in hell when you die. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're if you're in heaven like you're you have no pain like there is nothing bad like you won't have that desire like that desire whatever will have been removed from you part of what's so great about heaven for me is i hold on to and want justice for a lot of things so i keep a score in my brain of all the unjust moments and i'm really looking forward to not having that scorecard once i'm gone Mm -hmm. like that's not something i have to worry about or hold on to anymore like I ran my race. I was told, well done. And now I get to go to the good place. Mm-hmm. And like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's where I fall with that. Yeah. And then that kind of leads me to the second problem I have with that is, so that person, that spirit's hanging around because they don't feel they, they there's something they need to be fulfilled with. There's a, there's, I'm trying to think of how to put it. There's, they have unresolved things, the, the, their purpose mm-hmm. that I think you mentioned specifically yeah. um, and things like that. And once you, I believe once you get to heaven, like you get to have your conversation with God and you get all of those things explained because people die very bad deaths at very poor times. But I do believe that there is a grand purpose for all of it. And it may make absolutely no sense to us, but if you believe in a God, then it's not going to make sense because you're not going to have the intelligence of of God. Well, and again, not to just like constantly be quoting scripture, but the Bible says like, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to give you a hope and a future. Yeah. And like that hope and future that he's talking about ultimately points to heaven. So like, regardless of what the answer to those questions that you might have are, and I do believe that you'll get those answers, like ultimately when you get to heaven, you'll like, I feel like it'll just be like this switch that gets flipped. It's like, oh, the lights on i see all of it like i see like everything is made clear yeah. so and it'll just make sense once you get there because you'll get to know exactly <laughs> what heaven looks like and why yeah and jordan i don't want you to feel like you're being double teamed no no no, I know. it's it's all it's all interesting to hear yeah i totally understand where you're coming from i didn't really think about the purgatory thing being i guess being more of a catholic uh, alignment yeah as far as belief goes yeah no, and I struggle with that too, because like I, I remember, like there was a point where I was just very curious about that, and would and was asking a lot of questions between people that, because I didn't know, I still don't know as much as I could know, but when I had very minimal knowledge of what the Bible says um, about, okay, do when you die, do you just wait there? Is it like you are asleep and then until it's like Judgment Day? Or is it like, you die, you immediately go there. Like, how's this working? Uh, but that's that's why I don't believe in kind of a middle ground or purgatory. Mm-hmm. 
and that's why I don't believe that it's an actual human soul that's like haunting places, that it's more demonic, that it, it yeah, it's more demonic. <laughs> but, okay, so we've tackled, like, a, like I was saying earlier, the more personal hauntings where we think we might know this person. But you have other kinds of hauntings, too. You have poltergeist activity, which I think we can all agree is demonic. Walls bleeding, not cool with that. Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Uh, that was pretty pretty cut and dry, I think. Um, but then you have things like... Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, so you have hauntings that are almost like a video on loop. Is the best way I can explain it. Where it's... Like, let's, like hotel hauntings are a lot like this, I notice. Where there's like a lady in white. There's always a lady in white. Mm-hmm. And people will say, 2 o'clock, you always see the lady walk down the stairs to the right, and she disappears. And this is always the same thing that gets reported every single time. Okay, we have hit an emergency. Cassandra <laughs> needs to bounce because today that we're recording this is National Women's Today. International Women's International Day. Women's Day. So let's have a little applause for the women. Woo-hoo. Don't mess with Ouija boards. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. So if she. you believe that your papa is talking to you, I'm not telling you he's not. I just think you need to be careful, and if you have unresolved guilt, you need to talk to a counselor and deal with your personal problems, and that's not a mean thing. Be a better person for you and you alone. Um, Ghosts, I don't think, are necessarily real. I don't think that they're completely fake. I do believe that they are something. I don't just have an answer for what exactly I think that that is. Uh, But I do think they're more bad than good, and don't look too far into it and don't hurt yourself. So now Cassandra's going to bounce, and she's going to go out with her lady friends and celebrate with some dessert. So, like I was saying, so then you have this kind of haunting that's on rerun, almost. Um, What do you think about that one? Oh, man. I don't know. Um, Like I said, I feel like it's majoritively, like, maybe a you know if there is such a thing like gathering of either positive or negative energy that kind of uh just happens to embody something just mm-hmm. ends up being so strong in whatever way that it presents itself in either uh like a sound or a you know a vision mm-hmm. or something that could be on loop like you say because I've, I've heard that as well a mm-hmm. lot of times that it ends up being the same thing like whatever the spirit or embodiment ends up doing tends to be um, pretty not not typical, but it has like a r- routine. Yeah, and people have tried to interact with it; it won't do like it won't acknowledge them at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, if okay, so you keep talking about energies, so you might like the proposed theory to this that I've heard, and it usually has. So, what's it called? I think it's called the stone tape. Mm-hmm. But we're just the environment around people believe the environment around that style of haunting has basically done kind of what you're saying, whereas that energy has just been kind of stored there, and that's why that's happening. Yeah, uh, a lot of times places with people like to point out if there's a high level or high amount of limestone and water, I think limestone may actually emit or have some kind of frequency to it. Okay, um, and that's part of the tie-in for that we'll dive into that more later down the road but. i was gonna say because frequency speaking of frequency mm-hmm. like white noise and stuff like that mm-hmm. tends to you know is a thing as well yeah so limestone i think crystals different things like that a lot, that's what people will attribute that to sometimes mm-hmm. um as far as me personally that's a tough one because there's a few things that just don't make sense to me with that. Well, it's it, like you have to attribute it to something. Like it's not just coming from nothing. Yes, and it might sound like I've been Debbie no Downer this whole time. I don't think that these things aren't happening. Yeah. I there's too many sightings. I've I've w- had a sighting myself. Um, if you don't know, episode one, check it out. It's at the very end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, audio audio quality on that first episode's real rough. Sorry, we've gotten better. But we allude to it. <laughs> yes. Probably end up talking about that anyway, so I don't know why I'm doing this. But I do believe that these things are happening. I just don't know if necessarily the Reasoning source or... 
is what people think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, that goes with everything. That goes with the cryptids we talk about. That goes with aliens. Like, everything we talk about, there's 50 different sources of these occurrences that people are attributing them to. And I'm just throwing mine on there. And everybody believes something different, and they want to believe what they want to believe. Exactly. So I don't, I don't think this is a spirit trapped doing the same thing over and over again. That just doesn't make sense to me. True. Yeah, I could see what you mean there. Because then, even if we're going to go with what you were saying earlier with them needing to have some kind of fulfillment to move on what fulfillment What's could the point you get? yeah and re you in know like five seconds every repeating. day at 2 a.m yeah yeah i get i get what you mean there um as far as something being imprinted i don't understand how something could be i guess we'll call it recorded by the universe like that unless it was something that was done every single day for years but even then you never hear about i don't know ghost dinosaurs or anything like that like you doing the same thing every time you do hear stories about like ghost cats and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i don't know it's much more scarce than like the plantation house yeah being recorded by the universe i just what doesn't make sense for me is why is it always why is it always the things that are being reported and not so like, why is it not more frequent I guess is, is one question because you would think what is so special about this one person okay let's take a hotel for example mm-hmm. you have a haunting of let's say four ghosts in a hotel because hotels usually report more than one what is so special about what those four people did that imprinted on that place versus the thousands of other people that have came through that's the question I have. Well, I do feel like more often than not that what you're saying is true as far as it's usually more negative than positive. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going to stick with more, I mean, potentially demons sometimes, but negative energy is what I'm going with because I have no other way to explain it. But, I mean, if somebody, like, died in a gruesome way or committed suicide or... So you're like like a big traumatic event like that. Yeah. That I totally... Leaves I, an imprint on like its surroundings, mm-hmm. potentially. I'm not going to say I agree with that, but I understand why that one would be a repeated event mm-hmm. more than others. But what I'm... But nine times out of ten, what I see is, like I said, a lady walking down a hall, or a kid bouncing a ball, or something very benign. Yeah. Like that. It's never... There are occasions where you hear stories of like, oh, at midnight at the town's clock tower, you see a girl jump off the roof mm-hmm. and people run up and there's no one there. Mm-hmm. Um, you do hear that, but it's not as frequent as other things. And as a like more like a why the hell is that weird random thing happening? Like a chick walking down the stairs into the right every day. Yeah, that's so benign. Yeah. So I, I don't know. know. I it's don't know it's interesting. I don't. I'll tie this one in with the next haunting I'm going to talk about. Okay. So, there's this kind of repetitive haunting, and then there's also that does not acknowledge the person. And then there's another haunting where it's not as repetitive, Mm -hmm. uh, but you still have that lack of engagement with the person witnessing the haunting. And I kind of think more pseudoscience area of, like, like Mm multi-dimensions. And let's say... There, for some reason, the veil between dimensions is just really thin for a little bit. And that's why you kind of see this person, they're doing things in the same space, but they're not engaging with you. Yeah. And then sometimes you do have it where it's a, an engagement, but they're like, kind of, what what the hell? Like, the same way you are to them. And yeah. then sometimes it's even clearer than that. Like, there's stories of someone in their house, um, they go upstairs to tell their kids it's time for dinner. They come downstairs, and there's a whole family eating dinner at their table, but the, it looks like it's just from another era mm-hmm. or something like that. And they're like, what is going on? So they freak out, run out, but then they come back, and it's back to normal. Yeah. And I think that's just kind of a weird dimensional slip or something. It's a bit, uh, Yeah. That's a fun one to toy with. I could see, I could see that being a – there's potential in that. I don't know. And often you you rarely hear a ghost story of someone of this period. 
Mm-hmm. Typically, there's so many Victorian era stories of ghosts. Like it's always some woman in a white Victorian elegant dress. True. Um, it's rarely ever. Oh yeah, this guy looked like he was from the '90s with hammer pants. Well, I watched one last. <laughs> I watched a mo- uh, video last year that was. I don't know how widely. I think it was on YouTube. I mean, it was a so, and it didn't. It, there was no like embodiment of anything. But it was it was a gamer because it came up on like my I follow a couple gamers. That was me. Oh. Um, he it was a gamer sitting in front of his computer, and he's literally you know he's got you know the guys who you know film themselves playing you know yeah streaming Twitch and stuff like yeah. that streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, so it literally shows him sitting at his computer in his apartment, and it's and it's you know it's facing it's like the camera's facing him, and you can see the background. It's it's his it's his apartment, and. He goes through like 15 minutes of him uh, doing things that he's experienced a little bit uh, prior to this, mm-hmm. but it happens during the video. Mm-hmm. So he'll like he'll get up and he'll go turn a light off, and then he'll come and come back and he'll sit down. And not only will that light switch flick back on, which I understand there could be somebody behind, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the door, which visibly you can see on either side, there's nothing, uh, slams shut. And then, um, like, plates start breaking in the kitchen that you can kind of see into because it's an open kitchen. So stuff starts falling out of cabinets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And stuff on his table starts moving. And then he gets back up and goes to, like, close the door again and turn the light off again and stuff like that. And he comes to sit back down and it all happens again. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, more. I mean, a more common day kind of thing. But again, nothing. He couldn't see anybody doing that. He couldn't. He didn't hear anything out of the ordinary. Just things were happening for no yeah. reason, no apparent reason. Well, that's just like uh, poltergeist-ish activity. Yeah. What I mean more is like you never see an apparition. That's, apparitions are far less common. That's well, of the apparitions that are reported, you never hear of any that are of the that appropriate time it's always someone in like 40 years or better in the past Mm -hmm. sometimes hundreds so that's why i think it's interesting you never you never see anything modern Mm -hmm. of a ghost it's always really distant i want to look up some more modern happenings and you find a lot of things that happen right now but as far as apparitions Mm -hmm. like you see i hear about civil war ghosts all the time um, slaves on plantations, plantation workers, um, miners, like like the 49er miners, mm-hmm. old school, um, gangsters. You hear a lot of mob ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's never, like I said, it's never just some guy in the 90s. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's... Um will branch a little bit out from just your straight up normal okay how about all right let's talk about orbs mm-hmm. how do you feel about orbs i don't have a feeling about orbs i feel like <laughs> do you feel they're in... unnatural <laughs> <laughs> do you feel and i'm trying to i'm trying to look at it from your perspective the most so do you think that there may be because you keep mentioning energy positive and negative mm-hmm. maybe it's like it's not acquired enough energy to be a full-on apparition and that's why potentially okay as far as just disembodied orbs go yeah yeah oh i know what i was gonna go into i was gonna say uh i think it's kind of funny that i believe the things that i do but i'm so skeptical about some things like mediums mm-hmm. i think it's all bullshit oh well mediums i mean uh, then we're talking about the spiritualist At movement. Least most of the shows and stuff like that. I just I can't stand to watch them, and because I feel like that's just people, like you said, people that want to put they they put something there that that might not be, mm-hmm. and then medium just kind of picking up on it and yeah. being like, yeah, of course they're here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure there's some. Well, you have a lot of I mean the shred sp- of you have like the it. spiritualist movement that happened. I. I want to say late 1800s through the early 1900s mm-hmm. and that was when people just got fascinated with anything that was quote unquote spiritual but not religious necessarily like mm-hmm. it didn't have to have a religious connotation to it it just was like the af- after you were dead period 
I still, I feel like it's hard and to disconnect the two, though. When you had a, cut that, I that heard tie. an interesting story about um, Houdini. Actually, uh, Houdini was his mother died, and he was devastated by it. And he, I think he offered a reward for anybody that could uh, could contact him with his mother. And he would go and see all of these different mediums um, to, and every time, because he was a master magician, he knew how to look for the tricks. Yeah. And he was busting mediums, like, right and left. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like Houdini single-handedly, like, nearly shut down mediums. It, it was pretty legit. And he never contacted, the, the closest it got, he ran into a medium that said she contacted his mom, um, said things that his mom would say, mm-hmm. but and the way she did it was, I think it's called auto writing, and it's when you let, again, don't do this, don't let anything possess you. <laughs> it's when you let uh, spirit entity uh, take essentially possess you and write, and that's how they communicate. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like a person's hearing someone talking and they're writing what they're hearing. It's the actual spirits doing it. I feel um, like that's right in line with the Ouija board. Yeah, exactly. You're just asking it to direct, to direct you. No, 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 no. Thank yeah. you. And so this lady does this and is like, is this thing your mom would say? And it was, but it was in English. And he was like, my mom didn't know English. Well, so. But the, could that have been, I'm not going to, we're not going to go super far into this, but could that have been the only way that she was able to communicate through this person? Is if like if because this person knew English? I mean, maybe. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, but if something is possessing you and it has complete control over you, you would think that it would know to be able to use that hand and write the way that it needs to, for whoever it's trying to communicate to. Exactly. I don't know why it would have to go through English when that's how him and his mom spoke. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, could, yeah. you would think if you're trying to convince someone, this is me, you would say things that only you two said in a way that only you two said Mm -hmm. to prove that see that's a problem i mean because we don't know no nobody knows with that spiritualist movement that happened that's where you get all of these things like the ouija board Mm -hmm. like mediums like seances and all of these types of things and seances are interesting seances have been going on for a long time now oh yeah well and and take out take out the spiritual aspect of seances how the people that were faking it pulled it off is pretty cool like they had trick tables that that's like because people would go all the time like oh the table levitated and the table would just like immediately turn one way and all of these crazy things would happen and it turned out there were these trick tables and that's how they were pulling it off and it's cool because it was like the 1880s 1850s sometimes when Mm -hmm. people were doing this so it's just really cool modern day magicians yeah so it's so you have mediums um and i'm not i'm not going to fully discredit mediums yeah i'm not either um let that be known (laughs) because with my religion like i believe you can hear from god hear and you we and we talked about this a little bit through the holy spirit when we talked about things like speaking in tongues Mm -hmm. prophesying and stuff like that so it's not that i don't believe those things are possible I don't believe that you can talk to Aunt Tilly and she tell you where she left her gold. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much further we can go with this. Well, we... we so, with orbs... Mm-hmm. Orbs are f- weird. Mm-hmm. By uh, nature. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of cases, especially photo cases of orbs... And I feel bad because, like, how else are you supposed to prove it to somebody? Hey, I took a picture. Mm-hmm. I, like I almost wish we didn't live in this age where you could Photoshop. Yeah. Like I almost wish special effects weren't a thing in movies, because then we could believe any kind of photo and and video evidence. Well, but they've been claiming that stuff like that's been showing up in photographs ever since it was the manual flash right. and right old timey pictures. Well, and, but with with orbs specifically, it's the easiest thing to be misidentified, and especially in a picture. Oh yeah, because it could be it, it could be something on the lens. It could be dust in the air that reflects re- reflects <laughs> reflects that mm-hmm. light back at you, uh, and different different things like that. And if you live anywhere like I did in the south, I mean I think there are places other than the south, but this is where I saw you have things like lightning bugs, yeah, or fireflies, whatever you call it. I call them a lightning bug, 
and you know you you, you literally see a, a orb of light flicker on and off and travel mm-hmm. it's a lightning bug um now i think the good people that live in those respective areas also know well enough what's a lightning bug and what's not a lightning exactly, bug yeah they already have uh, the knowledge so i hate when people try to discredit the people that live there like uh, like a hunter mistaking bigfoot for a bear the guy was out looking to shoot bear i think he knows what bear look like yeah no there could be some instances but like that's as close to a local expert as you're going to get as someone that spends days out mm-hmm. in the woods doing just that knowing the wildlife learning the poop of the wildlife yeah so i have a hard time i, I don't think you should discredit the local people of something that they see on a regular basis as misidentifying it for that thing yeah it's hard to i mean it's fun to be speculative about it's hard to be speculative about i don't think that there's a whole lot that we can do as far as like trying to figure out specifics at least without crossing some lines that we shouldn't mm-hmm. flatliners oh speaking of crossing lines ouija boards yeah ouija boards <laughs> how you feel about ouija boards same as I feel about, well, not same as I feel about mediums. I've never touched one. Yeah. Out of fear. <laughs> um, there are healthy fears. <laughs> I would. I would. Try it. Not like. Please don't. Not like candles in the dark and what they usually say that you're supposed to set up the atmosphere for. But, I mean, I think it is what, I, what you make it. And I think it's weird that they but it's are not. so popular and they sell them on Target. Which I think is a travesty. But I don't think it is what you make it because it's literally the lack of what you make it. You're just opening something up for anything to come talk to you. Yeah. I mean, I would, I guess I'm scared for that to happen because I guess that would somewhat prove to some extent um, something beyond. I guess I would rather remain positive and mm-hmm. optimistic. One thing I think that's funny about the Ouija board, not the Ouija board itself, but the arguments about the Ouija board being just a toy mm-hmm. um, being like there can't be anything behind it because uh, you can trace the Ouija board back I think it's like 100 years old now mm-hmm. um, somebody got a patent for it and like you said it's I think sold by Hasbro or somebody one of the toy makers I don't know but I know it's like at Target like yeah. I've seen Ouija boards at Target and people are like oh this can't be spiritual or what have you because it's we can trace I'm like just because we can trace it that doesn't mean that's like saying my TV can't be used by a demon. When we all hear stories about TVs being unplugged, no power could come to them, and then they come on blaring static. Mm-hmm. Okay? We can trace the origin of the TV, but a demon still can use it. Okay? Yeah. We can trace the origin of the Ouija board. If a demon wants to hop a, haunt a Monopoly game, it's going to do it. Yeah. You know? You got a little ghost train. You got a little train. You got a little train and if you're doing go. something that's specifically like, hey, something that... I don't. Mm, I don't want to put this. If you just want to open the door to like to something like that, was whereas with like a Monopoly game, that would just be a freak poltergeist incident happening if like the pieces started flying at you. But with the Ouija board, you're intentionally going to talk to something. Yeah, you're so asking for. You're making it easier. And with me, I believe that a demon has as much power as you give it. Mm-hmm. That I believe through the death of Christ and then the Holy Spirit now being with us that we have power over those demons like he did. So when you're using the Ouija board, even though I believe that we have power over that, you're kind of trying, you're, you're almost saying like, I'm relinquishing this for the time being, come talk to me, whatever you are. The next thing you know, you have a demon haunting you. Yeah, but I feel like that's not necessarily what everybody goes into it feeling specifically. It's not like people are trying to give up their holy spirit or well you're not intentionally doing that but no, that's I know. but it's like i didn't intentionally commit this crime well you still whether you meant to do it or not you still did it yeah so you know, like all like good intentions don't really mean anything mm-hmm. like oh i just wanted to talk to aunt tilly and curiosity can be uh misleading yeah. yeah i don't know i don't yeah i don't mess with them no um it's hard to expand on what we've already We'll try to gone into length enough. Yeah, so try to try to blanket statement your feelings with ghosts a little bit to try to sum this up for everybody. Oh, okay, not 
being the being the one in the group that's not religious specifically um i think that people's experiences and whatever they experience these things that come to them or that they see or that they hear or that they sense or i mean some of it could be self-manifested i'm sure as far as like people putting more into it than what's there mm-hmm. for their own almost coping. Say guilt or what you say kind of coping, coping almost yeah yeah some sort of mechanism like that mm-hmm. um but i think that it i mean they there's been so many that have happened and been cited and they're definitely it's hard to disprove that something like that happens it's hard to it's also hard to prove i mean video evidence is is one thing but the, you know, nowadays that can be tampered with and i don't know i i don't know what to believe <laughs> i just uh i try to remain optimistic and i think that it although i feel like it most of the time manifests itself in a negative way there can be also good happenings or good contact or positive occurrences mm-hmm. because of them. I don't know. Okay. Okay. How about you? Me, which I think, I mean, I think we both agree that anything that's not outright positive is Camp Demon. Uh, to some extent, yes. Okay. Good. I'm glad I said it that way then so that it could be cleared up a little bit. Yeah. So I'm much more, if it's bad, or even a little weird, because there's sometimes where like little pranks get played mm-hmm. during um, during hauntings, and sometimes people attribute that to to quote unquote tricksters, because um, like in like a lot of older uh, polytheistic religions, there they had trickster gods. Mm-hmm. And people will put stock in that and things like that. I, w- I would even draw the line there, is even if it's like just kind of goofing off, anything from there to trying to kill you, demon. And then anything else is some. I guess they won't slap the word demon on it, because I I would say also with me believing that those could possibly be spirits or um, souls potentially mm-hmm. even. Uh, malevolent soul, soul is still a malevolent soul. I mean, if it's if it's somebody that wasn't necessarily the best person when they were here. Oh yeah, you can have a person that's a dick. Specifically that's Specifically, sure. a terrible person that I, I that I wouldn't necessarily classify that as a demon if they are potentially still just wreaking havoc and mm-hmm. what they see is their unfulfilled afterlife or or whatever it may be. Yeah. But I mean, again, at that point, what's the difference? Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm I'm everything from hiding your car keys on to being demon and everything from that forward as either some kind of weird dimensional thing, mm-hmm. um, some kind of borderline sciency weird time slip, dimensional slip thing, uh, to... I mean, it could be even divine inter- intervention that's being misinterpreted. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, like people, yeah, like they say that they their their dead mother is stayed behind to be like their guardian angel. Mm-hmm. And like me personally, I think that might be you had a, and I'm sorry for your loss, but you had like a really hard time coping with the, that death. Yeah, and that's how you've rationalized it. But it could be divine intervention that's trying to bless you that you've misinterpreted. Yeah. And then, well, if there is a grand scheme and fate, and mm-hmm. and if potentially everything happens for a reason, they could either be good or bad omens, warnings or um, reassurances. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it's all really fun to think about, though. Yeah, a hard. It's a hard one because you got to get real deep. Oh yeah, because then you start questioning your own mortality and yeah, that's which I do all the time anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> lovely. Yeah, uh, it's. Yeah, it's a hard but a fun topic. Yeah. I feel like uh, the more we do this, the more maybe we'll be able to work that out for ourselves. what specifically we think, too. Yeah. But I wanted to take a second and kind of pump the brakes for what we normally do and really talk about this one because it does involve our spiritual beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, It's tied in all this. Like, you can't 
believe something about a ghost and not have it be affected by what your either your spiritual or lack of spiritual belief is well and a lot of what we do and who we are comes from that core exactly and and where we're going like when you you know you could be talking about something like aliens or like cryptids and things like that and then you could be like okay we can just talk strictly science here Mm -hmm. and and debate this back and forth but this is a little more touchy subject yeah um, because there's a lot of different beliefs about what happens after you die yep so i thought it was important to pump the brakes take a second and kind of Jordan and I and and Cassandra for her first half of the episode talk about uh-huh. how we feel all of those things interact and connect. So that way going forward, now we can kind of open the floodgates and talk about these haunted houses. We can talk about these ghost appearances, these exorcisms, Ouija board incidents. And it gives all of you listeners a little bit better viewpoint on our viewpoint. Yeah, and that way that way you know where we're coming from. So that way when I'm like, no, that's a demon, you can be like, oh, well. And I'm like, ah go that far i don't know about that just yet then you then you know where where that's all coming from yeah yeah and again these are our personal beliefs uh we are not against anyone's beliefs at all if you don't uh, jordan and i believe differently i would love to discuss them yeah and that's part of the why i really wanted to do this show specifically with jordan is i know we don't see eye to eye Mm -hmm. on every single issue but we can talk about it like adults yeah and I just hope that everyone listening understands that, that we may not see eye to eye with how you believe things go, but we still respect what you have to say. And we still want to hear what you have to say. So if you have any ghost stories or whatever you might attribute it to, please tell us. Don't hold back on it uh, because you're like, oh, Ryan's a Christian. He's going to just tell me that's a demon. Yeah, please, like, don't, please don't feel afraid to like reach out and, and tell us about your experiences or, or anything that, that's occurred to you or with you or somebody that you know perhaps because we're not here to judge absolutely not no that's not our place at all we we just want to hear it because we're fascinated by it yeah i mean we're having a good time i mean him and i could sit here and we could go back and forth and i could be judging what he's saying he could be judging what i'm saying we're just we're just trying to like we're just trying to talk about something that people don't usually talk about yeah and the whole point of this is that you know we're all here doing our own thing and we're trying to do it with other people and they might think differently than we do but that's what makes it all fun and worthwhile so yeah and the fact that we can just sit down like adults and talk about this without and do it respectfully so we don't mm-hmm. have to offend some each other or any listener or anyone hopping on the show i really wasn't dissing mediums sorry i'm just <laughs> <laughs> if and if you are a medium or you've had a, a experience with a medium but we want to hear about that too because Seriously. if there's something that contradicts what we're talking about we want to we are not going to shy away from that we want to sit down and talk about that and talk that through because there's there's things that i just boldly am like i don't know about that but that doesn't mean i'm not going to sit down and have that conversation and that we might not know because we haven't experienced it so yeah like the jersey devil i'm sorry all you jersey devil fans i'm not buying it but that doesn't mean we're not going to do an episode on it and talk for an hour and a half about it i was gonna say i know nothing about the jersey devil so fill me in the jersey devil it's not coming up. Uh, it's not coming up soon, so I don't want to tease you guys too bad. Um, if you're listening to the show, you've probably heard of the Jersey Devil, but it is basically a big mashup of animals that make this weird demon thing in Jersey that lurks in the woods and dances on people's roofs, and it's nuts. And it's it's got a fascinating story, even just in history, because historically, I think even the Philadelphia Zoo uh, put out like a a reward for anyone that can capture it and, and give it to the zoo put it in a zoo yeah god people's priorities are messed up but that but that's how serious they find took this it. really crazy thing that might not exist bring it to us so we can put it in a cage and people can look at it yeah but that's how that's how much they believe this actually was a that's thing work though unfortunately but. so and like i said i may feel differently after researching it but the jersey devil for me it just sounds like too much but that doesn't mean we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. So this is all for fun, guys. This is all just totally discussion. And we so. and we appreciate you guys for taking the time to listen to us sitting here yakking in our garage. For real. Yeah, we just could not appreciate you enough. And we hope with with these episodes, we're making the workday go better, chores around the house go better. Uh, y'all are y'all are killing me with these numbers. It's crazy. I yeah. uh, every time every time Ryan fills me in on on new stats, I'm like blown away. Oh, it's crazy. There's only like six states we're not in right now. I can't believe it. And we're in 16 different com- countries. It's just phenomenal. 
I don't talk to that many people in my real life in my day to day. Well, and just listen. That's just to think that we have something that people actually want to we appreciate hear. Appreciate it, man. It's it's amazing. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. So please, don't hesitate. We're not going to judge you, even if it's something that you may think we may have unintentionally bashed on the show. No, we just want to talk. We yeah. just want to talk and we just we have we poke fun. We yeah. poke fun sometimes and then we might not correct ourselves initially. We we it's hard without context. Him and I know we have we have a general basis of each other enough to know what we're joking about and what we're serious about. Mm-hmm. I feel like but it might not always come across uh in this platform. So please don't feel like we're trying to single anybody out or absolutely not we're just uh we're just shooting the shit here so exactly so if you want to reach out to us and shoot that with us yeah you can get a hold of us at <laughs> creepy campfire podcast at gmail.com gmail what's uh, up hit us up with the email i promise we'll respond where i go through those daily like seven times a day yeah. <laughs> um we promise you we will get back to you and uh if you are enjoying the show if you're liking the show just if you don't mind we really would appreciate if you took a moment uh if you're listening to us on itunes to go on there and you can even do it on your phone super simple and just give us a rating give us a review we really appreciate it and word of mouth is really what spreads this yeah more than anything so give us a share on facebook on instagram um tweet retweet i don't tweet but i don't tweet either but if you We're guys tweet social media sorry guys <laughs> it's all good <laughs> but if you guys tweet use that whatever you want if you have a coworker that you like to talk about this stuff with at work let them know about the podcast yeah have a theological debate on us <laughs> well <laughs> no, no, no. don't go too don't go too crazy don't text get, us to, you know message there, us yes Something like use that. us don't get fired at work yeah no <laughs> well yeah don't make don't let it cause a problem but yeah reach out and if like i said if you don't mind just please take a moment give right. us a rating review i that's the only way that we know that lets other people know about the show on iTunes. Um, those of the those of, those of you that have so far, uh, can't thank you enough. That's yeah, again, it's super appreciated. Mind blowing. And I think so, Jordan. We've done this now. The floodgates are open, and I know you wanted to do a haunted house episode. Yes. Is that going to be our next one, or do you need a little? Are you going to wait a little bit to do some no, digging? No, I'm real. I'm real uh, into this haunting thing right now. I like I said I don't necessarily want to do the um, the Amityville the Amityville thank you gotcha sorry I just hit the mic guys <laughs> um, I don't want to start with the Amityville because that's like the most the one that I know the most of and I think is the most com- commonly portrayed I mean they've made how god how many knows how many movies so many movies um, but one that's a little bit lesser known but still creepy and I want to I'm going to search them out and give yeah, cool. them to you well I can't wait for that it'll be fun so our next one's going to be a haunted house, guys. We're finally, finally going there. Uh, yeah. Thanks for taking this ride with us. I can't believe we're what like sixteen episodes in. Sixteen deep. Something like that. Yeah. It's just, it's cool because we're we're still kind of new, but mm-hmm. we're not brand new, and it's it's just, it's been fun, and I'm glad we started this. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're uh, getting our stride down, and our our pace consistent and every time we do this it's more natural and because mm-hmm. you know these are not everybody just sits down and does podcasts i mean just about it i feel like just about anybody can but we're taking this time to time out of our days and time out of your lives that you're sharing with us and putting aside a little slice to have some fun with some some lesser some more uncommon themes and and lore that's just fun to fun to think and talk about yeah and it's things that shaped our world yeah definitely. Like, how many of these stories have turned into the holidays we have that have that have been passed down through families yeah that's your uncle's favorite thing to tell every time you go camping that's something you always look look up when you're bored the weird origins of chris kringle exactly like there's these kinds of stories are just ingrained in every culture, mm-hmm. not just one. But, and that's why it's so cool to look into where they came from and what they've done and how maybe they've changed over the telephone game. Yeah. But still, how interesting they are. So I think... If you got anything new for us... Oh, we would love it. Please. But we really appreciate you guys 
coming in and getting cozy with us in the campfire yeah. and uh, letting us just sit here and, and shoot the breeze about ghosts and how we feel about them for a bit. And until next time, everybody, remember, stay, stay toasty. toasty.